Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Power Talks with your hosts, Kiara, Alessa, and Antonika. Today's episode is a special one because we will be joined by a very special guest, Auntie V, also known as Vivian K. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? We're good as well. Good, 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 We're good. We're super excited to have you here today. Thanks for having Would me. Would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Uh, well, my name is Vivian Kay. I am the founder of Kinky Curly Yaki. It's a premium textured hair extensions brand for black women that I bootstrapped from zero into a multi-million dollar company. Wow, that's amazing. And I feel like we should start at that foundation. So when you were younger, what did you want to be? I have no idea. I had no idea. And only because I didn't see anyone that had the same, that looks like me, that had the same unconventional background as me, um, that had the same, you know, even sort of personality as me. I had no idea what I wanted to be, but I knew I was going to be somebody. <laughs> were you always this confident because i'm noticing a very confident yeah, vibe walked from in, it was just the room lit up energy <laughs> well you know i i i can say confidence is within me but confidence is a muscle so it's something that you have to in order to build it up and in order to command a room when you walk in it's something that you have to continuously practice so i make it a point to continuously practice confidence and what are some ways that you practice confidence that you work out that muscle let's see how do i practice confidence so first of all i uh you know i take risks so the only way you're going to be successful at something is if you take risks and try things. So I'm always down for trying new things. I always say that I'm the type of person who jumps off a cliff and I figure out the parachute on my way down. And so, you know, sometimes I hit the ground, you know, but I bounce up and I stand back up and it's like, okay, maybe I should open the parachute before I jump. And then I go back up and then I open the parachute and then maybe I come down and I get tangled in the parachute. But the point is, is every single time I land, I get back up, I go back up and I try again. And that's how you gain the confidence to jump off that cliff with the parachute open and land softly. Yeah. And I find that you're very motivated. What gave you that motivation when you were younger? And even right now, what motivates you to keep going? You know, uh, actually, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say motivation. Motivation is fleeting because it's dependent on how you feel. But what I rely on is consistency. Oh, that's right? a good word. You, yes, consistency is what a lot of people lack because they think, oh, I'm gonna read this Instagram thing, I'm gonna watch this video, I'm gonna be super motivated to make a million dollars. That's not it because consistency is the nitty gritty. It's doing that same thing day in and day out no matter how you feel. Right. So you can be motivated. That's great. But if you have nothing to actually uh, push you towards to doing something, because really that's what uh, motivate. That's what consistency is. It's pushing you to do something all the time, no matter how you feel. So don't rely on motivation. Rely on consistency. Yeah, because when I rely on motivation, it doesn't <laughs> <work>. <laughs> no, you know, because you're never. You know what? If we were motivated twenty four seven, the world would be a very different place, right? But what it is, it's consistency. That's why there's systems in place. There's processes in place because those are the things that you do, the boring things that you don't want to do. But guess what? 
you can't win a marathon by, you know, by running it in a day. You train, you get up, you put your shoes on, then you take your, you put your shoes on, then you go walking around the block, then you go for a light jog, then you start running. And then eventually you're in marathon um, condition so that you can actually run the race. But if you just get up one day and say, I'm going to run a marathon, and then, you know, you fall down, you know, as soon as you put on your shoelaces, you're not going to be motivated to run that race anymore, are you? But if you go, what I say, slow by sure, you'll eventually build up the confidence. You're going to build up the, your own self-motivation. You're going to build up all those things. And eventually you're just going to be able to be like me and walk into a room and just be like, boom. <laughs> and just to add on, I've actually learned that to keep on staying consistent, you have to know your reason why in life. Yes. So if you can just all share, like, what is our reason why and in life, what keeps us consistent, I guess. Yeah. All in. <laughs> the first thing I came to mind was money. I just like. Ah, but money can't be your sole no, motivator. It's, it's, no, it's definitely not. Yeah. But um, I guess like just being successful and like see and seeing that and wanting that, like just success in general. So let's reframe that. So instead of saying that you are, you know, your your why is money. Really, your why is maybe like for me, my why is freedom. And in order to gain that freedom, you need money. Mm -hmm. Right. So really, the end goal isn't OK, be rich, because as you can see, there's lots of miserable rich people. Mm -hmm. Right. But because they don't have a why. So for me, it's like I just want the freedom to be to wake up and live a soft life. Mm -hmm. Right. And in order to do that, I need to make money. Mm -hmm. So and also I always say, you know, X is my why. So X is my son. So for the days I don't feel motivated, I'm like, well, I got to get up and feed this guy. <laughs> right. So, you know, there's also that. OK. Well, so what's your reason for being motivated? What's your why? I feel like it's not really the money, but I want that freedom of life, being able to know that the next day I can buy a plane ticket to go anywhere I want. And, you know, just being successful is really what I want. OK. And what about you? I think for me, <laughs> no, I think for me, it's just like finding fulfillment, like anything that makes me feel alive and purposeful is my why. Good. So that's a really good reason. And if I were to reword mine, it would be happiness. Just being happy yeah. and whatever mm -hmm. and being able to have whatever brings me happiness. Good. Good. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your business, Curly yeah. Kinky Yaki. Correct? Nope. Kinky Curly Yaki. Kinky Curly Yaki. Yaki. <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> okay. And um, why did you feel the need to start that business? What um, was the... What was the reason? So I wanted hair that looked professional. And as we all know, uh, professional meaning, uh, you know, bone straight, relaxed, textured hair. Because at the time, this was back in 2010, what we currently, you know, dreads and natural ponies and braids and wavy hair, that wasn't really seen as professional. Uh, and so I wanted something that looked like my hair, but still was within that professional realm. Um, so I was looking for like a kinky, straight type texture. But when I went looking for it, I couldn't find it. And if I did, it was buried underneath the silkier Brazilian, Malaysian, those sorts of textures. So um, I was seeking to solve my own problem. I didn't mean to start a business. I just wanted to solve my own problem. But in doing so, I was able to I was doing my own research. I was in Facebook groups and, and doing um, and on Facebook uh, hair care forums looking for my answer. And in doing so, I found my solution and then didn't think anything. Again, wasn't wasn't meaning to start a business because I already had a business. I was a wedding decorator. 
And then when I uh, found the solution, I started wearing my solution. I'm just, you know, going about my business. I went to a networking event and another black woman pulled me aside and said, girl, who's your hairdresser? What's the regimen for you to get your hair like that? I was like, girl, this is a weave. And she said, I would buy that. So that's when the light bulb went off. So she bought it. I would buy it. There's got to be at least, you know, a dozen, couple of dozen other women who would buy it too. So in the down season of my wedding business, I launched Kinky Curly Yaki. Wow. And to the current day, how many business do you own? To today? Yeah. Uh, well, I've, so now I'm on my third business. So I'm a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> Once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> you shared a little bit how like you wanted your natural hair to be professional. And I feel like that's an experience that a lot of like black women face. Mm -hmm. So can you share an experience like how that was like for you? Have you ever encountered that in a workplace? And if you did, like, how did you deal with it? Yeah. So, you know, the last job I had was in 2010. Um, and, you know, one of the things that would come up is, you know, as black women, we have versatile hair. So one day it's, it's in braids, the next day it's this, the next day it's a wig, you know. So I would go into the office, and, you know, one day I would have braids. The next day I had, you know, a, a wig down to here. And of course there would be like, your hair grew. What did you do? They want to touch it. They want to. And so then for me, it's like I wanted something where no one would ask me those sorts of questions. Right. I didn't want anyone asking me how to, you know, where I bought my hair. Um, but I also wasn't interested in doing the whole, you know, Nicki Minaj, 32 inches of blonde down to my hair. I wanted something that looked like my hair and no one would even question it. And it's actually interesting because a lot of my customers um, I work in corporate. They work in corporate places. And so they don't want to draw attention to the to them. I mean, we already, you know, as a black woman, we already draw attention by how we look. Right. But what we want them to do is focus on our work. Right. And so hair should be one of the last things, you know, uh, women should focus on. And so I wanted to make I wanted to create something that would make other black women confident no matter what scenario they were in, whether they were students or mothers or in corporate bat or you know, corporate rooms, right? I just wanted them to feel comfortable and confident. Well, and what skills did you have that you think really helped build your business? Mm, good question. So the skills that I had, so what I did was I took the skills I had at my nine to five and I transferred them into my business. So the last job I had, I was a marketing manager. And what I did was I worked with a franchise company, like franchise owners, to help promote their 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 individual businesses. Um, and so there I learned SEO. I learned digital marketing when it was in its infancy. Um, I learned how to use uh, Photoshop and Adobe, uh, you know, Adobe, the whole Adobe Creative Suite. And then I took what I learned on the job and applied it to my business. So that's why I'm always um, I'm always a huge advocate is if you're going to start a business, don't quit your job because you need the job in order to fund your business. Yes. And I've been told many times that, you know, you have to surround people. You have to be surrounded by people that motivate you to what you want. So what people were you surrounded by when you were thinking of creating these businesses? Um, so, you know, I, so because I was born in Ghana, um, and came to Canada as I was small, my mom's always been an entrepreneur. And, you know, the difference between an entrepreneur in, say, Africa or the Caribbean is that they don't do it out of luxury. They do it out of necessity. And here we have the privilege 
of being on entre- trying entrepreneurship as a luxury. So for me, my um, my inspiration was my mom because I was the child that she carried on her back when she was in the markets carrying goods on her heads. Right. So it's in me. And so for me, it was always, um, you know, it was always something that I thought, you know, she sacrificed and brought me and my sisters to this country. And so my job is, you know, you always hear that saying, oh, I'm my ancestors wildest dreams. Though on my mother's wildest dreams, because I'm basically living out loud for her. I'm the next level for her. So I always want and I think, you know, every everyone should keep this in mind that the next generation. So if you should choose to have children, what your job is, is to make sure that they are doing better than you did. That you're there, that you're teaching them all the skills and making sure that they're leaving the world a better place because you gave them access to whatever opportunities and 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 such. So with everything that you have accomplished today, like what would you tell your younger self? Hmm, what would I tell my younger self? I would say be yourself from when I was this age, right? So, and I always say. Um, you know, and shine the way you want to shine. Because I always say, you know, you don't have to shine like me, you got to shine like you. But, you know, mirrors shine, diamonds shine, the sun shines, right? So you got to be, you have to be your best self because honestly, you can't go through life trying to be someone else. It's going to get very tiring very quickly. So be yourself, warts and all. And do you have any regrets throughout your whole journey of entrepreneurship and just living life? Zero, zero regrets. Because honestly, Oh, well, you know, you know why? So I believe that my steps are ordered, right? And so I think that in order for me to be where I am today, I had to have gone through all those things because it wouldn't have made me the strong, resilient, confident woman that I am today. Had I just gone through life facing no challenges, I mean, first of all, that's not even fun, right? Like what is life, right? If it's not, if you're not faced with challenges, because that's how you grow and evolve. So I don't regret a single, and even like, and honestly, I haven't had, you know, it's not like I've been uh, living with cupcakes and confettis and, and rainbows. I've gone through some pretty difficult things, but I don't regret going through them because they have made me who I am today. And listen, it may not feel that way when you're in it, but trust me, you're going to look back and be like, oh, so glad. I mean, I'm like, you know, you made it through the other side. And really, it's your job is to just get through it. I always call it. I don't know. I'm not going to curse, but I always say the stuff that we go through is manure. So you have to turn the stuff into manure because manure is what makes you grow. It's what makes you it's what makes plants thrive. Right. So you have to go. But it's always starts out as stuff. Right. (laughs) It starts out as stuff and then eventually it turns into manure and manure is what all the stuff that you think shouldn't have hap- shouldn't happen to you, that's what makes you grow and evolve as a person. And I want to go really quickly back to confidence and tell me how or what tips would you give young ladies these days to build their confidence? First of all, don't follow anybody. Don't follow anybody. You are your own person. And the only way you're going to build that confidence is for you to go through things. Right. But if you're too busy trying to follow someone else's footsteps, you're not really experiencing your your life as yourself. You're experiencing life as you think this person did it. Right. So don't follow anyone. Um, I would say take risks. And I'm not saying, you know, quit your job and just go for. No, that's not what I'm saying. 
um, you know, especially if we're going to use entrepreneurship as a as a start, keep your job and then start the little side business. If it's braiding hair, if it's, uh, you know, doing, I don't know, writing ebooks for people, ghostwriting or, you know, whatever it is, do it. Like, just do it. Try it. Because what you don't want to do is get to my age and be like, man, I wish I had done that thing when I had the time. Because if you don't have kids and you don't and you're living with your parents, you know, do all the things, try the things because this is the time to fail. But you can't afford to fail when you're 45 <laughs> and you have a mortgage and you got to feed kids. Right. So um, but confidence is real. Again, it's a muscle. You have to continuously challenge yourself and put yourself through things because it's the only way you're going to grow and evolve and grow that confidence. Just to wrap up our discussion, um, what's the key to enjoy life? And we can all kind of share that as well. Key to enjoy life. Well, I am the queen of enjoyments. Um, And honestly, you know, I'd like to quote Michael Jackson if you guys know who that is. Um, (laughs) You know, I'd say that life ain't so bad at all when you live it off the wall. That's a quote from his song called Off the Wall. And really, it's just about... I'm not saying going against the grain, but listen, if everyone's marching to the beat and you're not hearing the beat, why are you faking? Why are you faking it and marching with them? March to your own beat because that's really your end goal is to be happy. You want to get to where I am in life and be like, I've lived a good life. Like I can, if I died today, I would, I would honestly be like, I did my best. And that's how you want to feel. You don't want to sit with regret and heartache and all that on your on your on your mind but now i've forgotten the actual question <laughs> what's the key so interesting like the key, so the key is to just go for it but within reason <laughs> i know it sounds like i know it sounds like a you know a contradiction but just go for it like what's the like and the thing is is don't say no to yourself like don't people the world is already saying no to you so don't be the person to say no to yourself Right. So the worst that could happen is someone says no. So if you try something and you fail, okay, at least you tried. Or if you ask someone a question and they say no, well, you know what? Fine. Keep asking until someone says yes, because there will be someone who will say yes to you. But don't be the person to say no to yourself because the world is already going to do that for you. You don't need to do that to yourself. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like the key to enjoying life is living for yourself. I feel like a lot of people in this day and age are kind of like living for other people, living yep. for what their parents want, yep. living for what they, their friends are doing. Yep. I feel like you have to just like focus on what you want, focus on yep. what you want to be, what you want to do yep. and do it. Yep. Yeah. Really just focusing on yourself, but also not letting yourself drain out. Because I feel like, you know, when you get overstressed or... You know, when you go into a stage where you're either depressed or you're over high in anxiety, you feel like you don't really get to enjoy life to the fullest. But listen, I'm not saying, listen, life is not going to be a 24-7 party of happiness. It's not. You're going to have, in order to see the sunshine, you have to have rain, right? But it's just a matter of knowing that the sun will come out again. And what can I do in the meanwhile in order to bide my time until the sun comes out again? Yes, that's, that's exactly right. I feel like I had to learn that the hard way that, you know, sometimes and it that's is a rainy day. Thing, but look, but look how you look how when the sun shines, you, you're just basking in it. Right. And, and that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I would say for me, just knowing when to relax. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sometimes, I, especially like our society, like everything is on the go. So knowing when to take a step back and just be, you know, enjoy your own presence, sleep, eat. 
yeah, binge watch that Netflix show. Yeah. You know, there's a timeline for everything, right? And so you don't have to rush yourself. You like, you, there's no, like, stop trying to live to, for arbitrary deadlines and, and expiry dates that, okay, so you think, oh, I need to be a millionaire by 25. Why? Who says who? TikTok. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Says who? And even then, it's like, does everybody need to be a millionaire? Maybe you can be a thousandaire, a hundred thousandaire. That's still a good life. Right? So again, that's why you got to just, you. if you're going to, you have to think of a goal for yourself. Like, what is it that you want to do? And how am I going to do it? And ignore the noise. Yeah. Well, I actually feel inspired so much. Thank you very much for hopping on to our podcast today and to the listeners i hope you enjoyed today's episode so if someone's interested to look more into what you do where should they follow you where would they find you well they can you can find i'm your internet auntie okay so you can find me on all the social medias instagrams tiktok <laughs> twitters <laughs> all of them uh it's vivian k so i-t-s-b-i-b-i-a-n-k-a-y-e you'll know it's me You'll know it's me. Um, and uh, that's where you can find me. Thank you very much. And thank you, ladies, for your input today. Um, and to the listeners, don't forget to download my Power App. It's available on iOS and Android. And follow Power to Girls at Power to Girls CA and on my Power App. Thank you and bye. Bye. <laughs>